This podcast is part of a school project that has been written, recorded and edited by a group of primary school students. You're listening to Project Podcast. This is Project Podcast. And before I start, I'd like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians of this land, the Gundungara people. Hi, my name is Asala and today I'm going to be interviewing the one and only, drumroll please... Kate Ritchie. You may have heard her voice on the radio at station Nova 96.9. So let's get into it. Hi Kate Ritchie. It is so nice to have you on our podcast today. I hope you're doing very well today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be here. Um, same. Is it okay if I would can ask you a few questions today? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really keen to answer them. Okay, the first question is, how did you get into acting? Oh, my goodness. It was such a long time ago. Um, I was a a, a little girl uh, living in Campbelltown. Mm. Um, I, I was born in Goulburn and moved to Campbelltown when I was very young. And um, the first acting I ever did was at our local theatre group um, because my mum and dad had moved to the area and they didn't really know anyone. So we were we were new um, and, and, yeah, didn't know many people. And so mum and dad thought that it might be a good idea to join, you know, like you could join a sporting club or, you know, something in the area where everybody could meet new people, us as kids, and then yeah. my mum and dad as well could make friends. And so um, we joined the local theatre group and the local dance classes. And so that's kind of how I first started. Um, and then the, the funny story is that when I was about six years old, my dad saw an ad in the paper and it was an ad that was advertising a kid's agency and an agency is like a you know a group where that you join and if they are making a commercial or a television show that's where they might get kids to audition um and so dad's dad saw an ad he showed my mom and said what about this this might be a really fun thing for kate to do and you know what my mom said um Mum said, oh, no, you don't want her to do anything like that. You know what all those people on TV are like, even though she'd never met anyone that had ever been on TV before. Um, And my dad was a bit cheeky and he signed me up for the agency anyway. (laughs) Um, And so after that, I just started doing some auditions and I, um, I did an orange juice commercial and I um, scored a role in a mini series uh, called Cyclone Tracy, and that was when I was six years old. And then yeah. when I was eight, um, uh, Channel Seven were going to create a brand new show called Home and Away, mm-hmm. and they had to audition all of the kids that were part of the original Foster family. Um, and one of those characters was called Sally, uh, and my agency got a call to ask me to audition and I went to the audition and I was very lucky and I got the role and and then the rest is history really I I I was acting on home and away from when I was 8 until I was almost 30 so that's how I got into wow. it it was a very long story to explain that but yeah I did lots of little things and then I landed the role in home and away that was back in 1987 that was a great story. Um, Thank you. My second question would be, 
What was it like to be a child actress and would you encourage your daughter to do the same thing? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I had a really nice time working on Home and Away. Uh, I think my experience working on a show like Home and Away is very different to how it would normally be for actors and actresses out there. Firstly, because I was a kid and so I was still going to school um, as well. But for me, when you're that young, and I guess it would be the same if you guys were doing something like that, it's it's a bit like a hobby, you know. So um, some kids that I went to school with after school or on the weekends, they would go and play netball or they would play soccer or they would have another extracurricular activity. But for me, mm. I worked on a TV show. So back then it wasn't as though it was a job. It was just a, a bit of fun. So mm. I did really enjoy it. Um, I was part of a, a great cast that were a bit like my family, to be honest, and they all really looked after me and were really keen to teach me things because, of course, I was, you know, the newest and and the youngest at that gig. Um, So I did enjoy it. I guess like anything, it does have its challenges. You know, I missed out on a little bit of school that I wish I hadn't um, and things like I had to miss out on school camps because I was working um, and, you know, I guess sometimes when you when I was working on it on the show, you know, it, it sometimes it was a little bit hard to meet other kids and other people. You know, the the people that I went to school with and were in my class, they were always so nice to me because they knew me very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there were other kids from other schools who they didn't really know me, and they just knew that I was that girl on the television. And so they didn't really know how to talk to me or how to treat me. And so um, sometimes I would, they would tease me a little bit or, you know, that that was hard sometimes. Um, but overall, I had a really lovely experience and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that for the world. You know, that like, like anything in life, there are positives and there are negatives and you've just got to weigh up which wins, you know, and for, yeah. for me, the, my positive experiences working on Home and Away certainly outweighed the um, the negative things. As far as my daughter goes and whether I would encourage her to do it, mm-hmm. um, she is turning nine tomorrow. So yeah. she, yeah. yes, she's in year three um, and she loves going to school and she has other interests of her own. She does a bit of dancing and she's just started learning French, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, yeah, she does, she does other things, swimming, some swimming classes. And of course, like everybody else in the country, she now wants to be a professional soccer player. (laughs) Um, but, um, I don't know, I would encourage her to do what I did if that's what she wanted to do, but, um, it would really be up to her because as much as I had a, a lovely experience, everybody's experience is unique and, and different and I just want her to be happy and and do something that she really enjoys you know and I want her to stay at school you know (laughs) you miss out on too much school if you if you do a job like mine and I know that you might think that that's pretty cool but yeah you do miss out on some important things at school too so that's what I'll be telling her um, this next question kind of adds on but if you could go back in time and choose to be famous would you Ooh, 
What do you think my answer would be? I think because since you had such a great experience, you would love to keep that experience and stay on home and away. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that is a good way of thinking about it. I think that there are really um, nice things that come with being famous, but then there it has its challenges as well. And I think that um, when you haven't been famous before, you think that everything about it is really cool. You know, yeah. you might get to meet other famous people or you get to do really cool things. Or like me, when I was a kid, everyone thought I just didn't get to go to school, or, you know, mm. but they don't yeah. think about the hard work that you do. Um, to be honest, I think I'd really quite like to do the job that I do um, and not have the famous part attached oh, to it. Yeah. Um, but then in saying that, I, I'm, I think I'm only saying that because it, it does have some challenges because sometimes it feels like people want to know your business when it's not <clears> really their <throat> business. Yeah. Or sometimes you might get followed around when you just really want to chill out and be with your family mm-hmm. and not have people bother you. But the one good thing about being famous is that, well, there's a few things, I suppose, is that you you do get to meet lots of people. Like if I wasn't famous and I hadn't been on Home and Away or I wasn't mm-hmm. working in the radio now, I wouldn't get to talk to you today, you know, or yeah. I wouldn't be able to answer your great questions. Um, and also it's really nice. A, a lot of people watched me grow up on television and um, and that, you know, they know me. I can go to the shops and people will come up to me and say, hi, are you that girl? Or, you know, I remember you on Home and Away or I saw you on the side of a bus. Um, <laughs> and so um, I do feel because I was lucky enough to play a character that people liked that um, people are, un- are more often than not, they are really nice to me and they just want to say hello. And I think that that is one of the great things about being famous is that sometimes you can make people's day just by giving them the time of day and saying hi or meeting their kids or encouraging them to follow their dreams as well. So it's another very long answer to a very simple question, but it was a it was a it was a great question because it gets me thinking Thank about you. those things too. Yeah. Yeah. The next question is what are you the proudest of throughout your career career? Oh, you are asking the tough questions Mm-mm. this morning. Um, what am I most proud of? Uh, you know what? I think I'm actually really proud of um, being able to continue to work on the one television show for a really long time. You know, I was there mm-hmm. for almost 20 years and sometimes I think it's easy to get a job but it's harder to keep a job. So even though I um, had, you know, I was lucky and I I had that opportunity when I was an eight-year-old child, I had to turn up every day and learn to be professional and do my job well and just keep learning and get better every day because that's what makes jobs interesting and great is that you're learning all the time and you're getting better at it all the time. Um, And so that's what I'm really proud of is that I started out as a a young eight-year-old girl, but I I grew up and I I juggled my schoolwork and I managed to do my job as well and do it and do it really well, you know. Um, So I'm I'm really proud of 
um, learning to be a professional and remembering all those mm. lines and knowing what I <laughs> what I had to do. Um, and what else am I really proud of? I actually think that I'm really proud of the fact that I now work in radio because, um, you know, when you do the same job for a really long time, sometimes yeah. people think that's all you can do, you know, or um, I'm sure that when I left home and away, a lot of people thought, oh, I wonder what she's going to do next. Um, and so it was a, a real period of change for me because I had to work out what it is I did <clears throat> want to do next. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, whether challenge myself and work out, you know, whether I could do anything else. Um, and so I've made this transition into radio and I feel like I'm doing well and I'm still learning all the time. And I've just joined a new um, breakfast show with Fitzy and Whipper mm -hmm. now and I'm on in the mornings. Um, so I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I've been able to adapt to change and challenge myself all of the time. That's what keeps life fun. Yeah. Um, the next question is, who is the best person that you've worked with and who is the most annoying? Oh, <laughs> well, I can say that Fitzy and Whipper are the most annoying because they are not here. Um, but I would say that to their face, actually. They know that I think they're a bit annoying. And Whipper rubs his back on the screens here like he's cattle. He's always coming up in the studio and scratching his back. I'm going to buy him one of those um, back scratches so he doesn't do it near me. Um, what else? Fitzy talks about football all the time um, and not the soccer, not the good football. Um, but, yeah, that's a bit cheeky. I shouldn't say that. Uh, but oh, who have I met or who have I worked with that I really enjoy? Um, I think obviously a lot of people that I worked with on Home and Away, I really enjoyed working with um, and I'm still friends with them. I don't know. Do any of you guys watch Home and Away anymore or does your mum watch? Yeah, sometimes. Do you know um, Do you know the character Alf Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I grew up with him on Home and Away and he's still my friend and I really liked working with him because he was always a lot older than I was uh, and he taught me a lot of things and, and taught me the job really because I never went to school to learn it or I never went to university. I had to learn it as I was doing it. Um, so he's probably he's probably one of the, the best people I've ever been able to work with and obviously the girls in here, Jess and Key, who are working out the microphones and because I can talk a lot and I can try and be entertaining and tell funny jokes, but I do not know any of the technology. So that's that's what I have to do in my job. I do my bit that I do really well and then there are other people who do the other bits really well and that includes the technology. So, but, yeah, oh. I hope I work with lots of more, you know, fun people in in the future. Uh, did you work with um, Chris Hemsworth? I did. Mm. I was pretty lucky, wasn't I? <laughs> he was very nice, actually. He uh, he worked on Home and Away years ago. I, he played the character of Kim. And, of course, now he's gone on to be one of the most famous people in the world um, yeah. uh, playing Thor. Um, I have to tell you a secret, though. Mm. I have never seen any of the Avengers movies, but I 
do not tell him that. (laughs) Don't, I don't tell him that. I have to, when I talk to him, I have to pretend that I've seen it and say, oh yeah, you were, you were really great in that movie, Chris. Do you guys like those movies? Yeah. Yeah, they are well, they're pretty great. I know a lot of people in the world watch them. Um yes, I did work with him and he's very nice and I'm really proud of him because he was always a good person and really kind and generous um and really fun and he's very funny actually. And what's <laughs> nice is to see him go on and be such a success because he really deserves it. And I know that even now, despite he's got all this money and all this fame and all these movies and all these people that probably want to be his friend, he um he's still the same Chris that I know I worked with all those years ago. You know, he loves his family very much. Um, and he's always back here in Australia and he's, you know, loves his kids and looks after them. And um, yeah, I think he'd be a pretty cool dad to have. That's- <laughs> That's cool. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, wow. <laughs> do you know what I do like? I love snakes. You know, Alan's snakes. That's my guilty pleasure. I love lollies. And when I was a little girl, I used to go to the lolly shop after school. And you know, you can buy those lolly shops where you go and buy them by, you know, every 100 grams or something like that. <laughs> um, so that that's probably like I do. I love lollies, and I would eat lollies over chocolate every day of the week. Um, what's my other guilty pleasure? I do like to have a bath. Is that a guilty pleasure? <laughs> Sometimes making the time to have a bath. I'm sure your mum's, you know, if your mum loves a bath, I bet you she <laughs> never, hardly ever gets a chance to have one. <laughs> But then what I do is I tend to run the bath and it gets so hot in there and then I just have to get out. So I don't really enjoy it after all that anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, baths and jelly snakes, definitely mm. my guilty pleasures. It was so great to have you on this um, podcast today. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Oh, what could I add? Um, well, I could add that I hope you guys listen to Fitzy and Whipper with Kate Ritchie in the mornings <laughs> on Nova. Um, that would be really cool if you if you continue to listen. And I hope you, some of you are still watching Home and Away. It's been a great yeah. success here in Australia. It's been running for, I think, for over 35 years now or coming up to 35 years. Um, I don't know if you know this about me is that I do write kids' books as well. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah. I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. written two books for like little people um, and I wrote the first book when I was um, on my maternity leave with my daughter May, so that was nine years ago, called I Just Couldn't Wait to Meet You. And then I wrote another book. Um, you know what I'll do? I'll send them. I'll, what if I send some down for your class to have a look at? Would you like that, me to do that? I'll that sign them. Amazing. Amazing, Thank yeah. I'll, I'll sign that and send it down for you just to say, Thank you so much for talking to me today. I wrote one called It's Not Scribbled to Me, which is about a naughty teddy bear who scribbles mm-hmm. on the walls and thinks it's artwork. <laughs> so you'll have to read that and let me know what you think. And then I wrote a third book and that's called Everyday Play. And I wrote that with my nine-year-old daughter and it's full of like really fun activities that you, you know, you know, craft and cooking and just stuff to do, like get out and about and explore. And I know you guys are so lucky to live in the beautiful part of the world that you do down in um, in the Southern Highlands because 
I love it. I know it gets cold. Yes, it gets cold, but it is so beautiful. And you always, you know, it's always really nice to see the change of seasons. That's what I always love about yeah. being down there. So I'll have to, if I take a picture in my mind, I'll have to make sure next time I'm down there, I look out for you when I'm walking down the main street or getting a coffee in the main street of Barrel. Hi, I can see you waving up the back there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I think that's all I can add. Um, and I, you know what? I also wanted to say just quickly is that credit to you for asking your teacher to write a letter and ask me um, to have a chat today. Because if you don't ask the question and you don't see if somebody wants to do something, you'll just, you'll never know. You know, often we, we don't ask questions because we think, ah, oh, you know, they're not going to be interested in talking to me or they won't have time to do it. But you, you just have to be brave and find your voice and and ask all of the the big questions cuz you know what's the worst thing people can say they can just say oh no i can't do it but yeah. for us today i want you to know that it's been just as much a pleasure for me to talk to you as i hope it's been for you and and you guys so i'm 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 been really excited to chat to you today it makes me happy that you asked me thank you Okay, well, that is it for today's episode. But before I go, I would just like to say a huge thanks to Kate Ritchie for coming on to this podcast and talking to me because it was just so lovely to talk to her and listen to all her answers. So once again, thank you so much and I hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast.